Well, we're in for another one of those surprises, and Paul, that's nothing new these days, or nothing new at all. Paul is always coming up with uh, wonderful surprises that help us to see things differently, to believe differently, to hope with greater fervor. It's really quite wonderful. But um, here it is in Romans chapter 4. Uh, remember, we're talking about Abraham. Paul is bringing up the whole history of Abraham to illustrate how God receives people by faith alone, receives them by giving them faith, which is all part of his grace. And he says in verse 11 of chapter 4, And he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith which he had while still uncircumcised. And we uh, studied about that last time. Now, why did he receive that sign of circumcision? Well, what do you think? It says, That he might be the father of all those, listen, who believe, though they are uncircumcised. Now that's really very, very interesting, because we would have thought that Paul would say that he may be the father of all those who are circumcised. I mean, he was told to circumcise his whole household as a sign of the righteousness that God had imputed to him. So one would think that therefore the sign of circumcision was a sign for all those who are circumcised and who are counted righteous by that circumcision or in that circumcision. But that's not what he says. Listen, let me read it again to you. And he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith which he had while still uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all those who believe, though they are uncircumcised, that righteousness might be imputed to them also, and the father of circumcision to those who Um, who not only are of the circumcision, but who also walk in the steps of the faith which our father Abraham had while he was still uncircumcised. Well, you see, now remember that circumcision is simply a word uh, that is being used to uh, speak of all of the rituals and the laws and the holy days and uh, the sacrifices that were later to come um, under Moses. But that this man should say, that is, Paul, should tell us that circumcision was the sign of faith, was the sign of salvation and righteousness for those who were not circumcised, is really quite a conundrum and quite remarkable. First of all, I want to say this. There are many Christians, well, there are a few, I should say, Christians who believe that the only Christian way of living is to go back to the um, to Israel, to the messianic um, uh, culture of Israel, and to perform the ceremonies and keep the Sabbaths and uh, and the holy days and all the rituals. And uh, there are these messianic Jew- uh, Christians who do this, and I respect them. If they wish to do that, that is uh, that is fine. But if they wish to impose that upon other Christians and say that that's what all Christians should do, that is wrong. You see, 
when we talk that way or when we think that way, we are not thinking in terms of what circumcision means. Circumcision, as as you know, is one of the rituals uh, of the uh, uh, Jewish faith. But does it mean that all Christians are therefore required to follow all these rituals? No, it does not. And Paul makes this very clear in Roman in the, the book of Galatians. But it is made very interestingly clear here in this verse. Because Paul is saying that Abraham's circumcision, which was a sign of the righteousness he had before he was circumcised, means that all who put faith in Jesus but are not circumcised, in other words, do not follow the messianic rituals, they are counted righteous too. And so if you come across a... uh, Messianic Christian who uh, starts teaching you that you should follow all the rituals and Sabbath days and holy days of the Jewish people to be a true Christian, do not come under that requirement or judgment or condemnation. Because according to this verse, you are counted as righteous even while uncircumcised, that is, even while not conforming to the messianic rituals. You see, Paul is talking here about the Gentile. He's making room for this massive, wonderful gospel that reveals to us that we are saved by faith alone, by Christ's righteousness alone, imputed to us by the gift of faith that God gives us to believe it. What a wonderful thing this is. Now, again, this applies to us in our personal walk with God. When we are trying to live righteously, but not doing a very good job of it. When we live in repentance for a while, and then we forget it and we go back to our old ways. And then we go into the Word and realize we've gone back to our old ways and we we repent again. The Scriptures show us that being a Christian is a battle and a march. It is one step forward and two steps backward sometimes, or maybe two steps forward and one step backward. We're up and down with the vicissitudes of life and the worries and the anxieties and all the troubles that come to us and the temptations and the failures. But we keep bouncing back, you see, because we know that righteousness is imputed to it to us. It is charged to our account. And you remember, it is charged to the account of ungodly people who believe. And that is where Paul is going right back to Abraham to illustrate and make this point clear. Abraham was brought up in a pagan home. He was not a Jew. He was part of uh, Mesopotamia. And that's where the uh, Middle Eastern, the Far Eastern people live in Iraq, Iran, and those areas. And so God is picking out Abraham, not because he's a special person, but because of God's love. And God appoints him 
and says, You are going to be the father of the world, the father of many nations, the father of the whole world, as it says a little later, as we shall see. So there uh, you have something that's uh, tremendously important. Um, So let's read it again, Romans 4, verse 11. And he received, that is Abraham, the sign of circumcision. Notice a sign, it was a sign, a seal of the righteousness of the faith which he had while still uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all those who believe though they are uncircumcised. Now, let me be a little bit graphic. uh, Abraham goes to the bathroom, and uh, he's uh, taking a leak, as we say, and he looks down and remembers that he's circumcised, and he chuckles a little bit. Well, what's he chuckling over? He's chuckling over the fact that his circumcision reminds him that he is the father of everyone who is going to come to believe, even though they're not circumcised. So his circumcision is a sign of no circumcision. His circumcision is a sign that faith in God, the Creator who will bless the world through this man Abraham, is a wonderful God. And people trust in God all because Abraham is telling them about him and is telling them that they are loved and received by faith in God. And then later, as they learn about faith in the coming Messiah, and then later in the faith in the Messiah himself. Now, this is true of us, too. You see, you and I are lights in the world. You and I are the salt of the earth. You and I are a little bit of flavor in people's uh, rather flavorless lives. We speak of faith. We speak of the God of Abraham. We speak of the God of Jesus Christ. We speak of our shepherd. The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. We encourage people with hope. And all these people are not necessarily Christians. But we don't have the attitude that says, well, there's no point in talking to you because until you become a member of my church, you won't believe or understand anything. No, we don't do that. We speak out the word. We give hope to people. We tell them God loves them and wants them to trust in him and turn away from the hope in the world and and, their, and believe in him. We tell that to them because we believe, we believe that we are counted as righteous. And as men and women counted as righteous, we are proclaiming a message to them also, to the world also, that God will count them as righteous as they believe. We do not stand before the world as paragons of virtue and righteousness in our own stead, as if we were uh, had overcome all sin and we were very pious people, and uh, uh, telling the world, if you become pious like us, you can be saved. No. We stand before the world as men and women who have received the mercy of God, who were truly broken and perhaps still are, 
and we um, tell them that we have learned that God has counted us, count, you, you know, you can say to a man or woman, I have learned that God has counted me as righteous. He has included me in Christ's righteousness, even though I'm not a righteous man. And so I have so much hope. And this, since he can treat me as a righteous man who am ungodly, he can treat you as righteous too. And so you see, we who have accepted Christ, though uncircumcised, that is, though um, not following all the messianic rituals of the Jewish uh, believers, nevertheless we are in God's kingdom by faith in Christ, and they in the world too can be in God's kingdom by faith in Jesus Christ. So we are doing, carrying on the tradition of Abraham. We are spreading the word just as Abraham uh, did before all his people. And so he's the father also, though, of the Jewish people, you see, the circumcised, to those who are not only of the circumcision, but also walk in the faith, the steps of the faith, which our father Abraham had while still uncircumcised. So Paul is telling us so categorically that grace came in the Old Testament too, just as in the New Testament, that Abraham was justified by Christ. He saw Abraham, Christ's day, just as you and I are, um, are counted righteous by Christ. What a hope we have, what a reality we have, and like Abraham, let's pass it on. Colin Cook here, and how it happens. Thanks for listening to my program. You can hear it on the radio, 10 o'clock in the evening, repeated at uh, 4 in the morning on KLTT in the Denver area. They call letters AM670. Any, and you can also hear the program any time of the day or night on your smartphone or other remote device. Simply download um, a free app, soundcloud.com or podbean.com, and key in how it happens with Colin Cook when you get there. And may I say, donations are a little bit slow in coming in lately. Would you please help? It would so much, uh, I would so much appreciate it and keep the broadcast going. Send your donation to FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366. Littleton, Colorado, 80160, or make your donation online at faithquestradio.com. Thanks. See you next time. Cheerio and God bless.